0: Welcome back to Lightning Radio Press Pass. I'm Stephen Cusimano bringing you behind the glass for the latest in Lightning hockey and tying together the storylines from throughout the season. The Lightning are in Ottawa today to put a cap on their five-game road trip, seeking their sixth straight win and their seventh straight game with points. They've won every game on the road trip thus far, most recently on Thursday night at Scotiabank Arena in Toronto, a 5-3 win over the Maple Leafs, and it was a high-flying game from right off the bat with a busy first period for the Lightning. We take you back in the action with Dave Mishkin on the call on Lightning Radio.
1: Riley left point, a little centering feed. Puck right by Kasha for Tavares, back for Kashi scores. They were standing right at the side of the net. Kasha tried to set up Tavares for a one-timer. Tavares was tied up, but the puck came back to Kasha, and he wheeled and popped it over Vasilevsky's right arm. An early 1-0 Toronto lead, and their power play continues to hum right along.
0: So Toronto broke the ice, snapping a five-game streak where the Lightning had scored the game's opening goal. It didn't take them long to respond, though, as Pierre-Édouard Belmar tied the game by the midway point of the first period.
1: Perry there makes a steal and counters three on three down the left wing across the board. A feed in front. Score! Belmar! Well, it was a three on three, but Belmar outraced the Leaf defenders to get to the front of the net. What a pass from Perry to Belmar, he backhands it home, it's 1-1.
0: So Belmar with points now in two of the last three games, and the Lightning would go on to take the lead in this one just a couple of minutes later on a power play goal from Steven Stamkos.
1: Colorn across the blue line to the right point, protects it, right circle, he is checked, but the puck flips to Stamkos, high slot shot, SCORE! What a bomb from Stamkos! That was a turnover by the Leafs. They had the puck, they'd gotten it away from Kalorn but the clearing attempt just fluttered in the air. It may have hit off a Lightning player, and Stamkos was waiting for it.
0: For Stamkos, it was his 13th goal of the season, his fifth on the power play, both of which lead the team as he extended his season-long point streak to five games. But then, with just under seven seconds left in the first period, the Leafs scored a power play goal of their own to tie it heading into the first intermission.
1: Matthews and Belmar. Matthews wins it and steps right into the Lightning end. Left circle. Kwasi, Nylander, right circle. Nylander, shoot, score! Incredible. What a play by Matthews. I mean, he won the draw and walked right around Belmar. Tossed to cross ice. I mean, Vasilevsky, I think, was screened on that, but a great shot from Nylander. The Leafs are two for two.
0: And the second period was all lightning. They scored the only two goals of the period, beginning with Andre Pilat's eighth of the season.
1: Cross ice, Muzzin, bounced off his stick. Stamkos to steal. Three on one across the line. Stamkos right circle. In front, Pilat shoots. SCORE! It went in off a leaf! I don't know that Palat was trying to shoot that. He might have been trying to get it to Radish in the middle of the ice. But Pilat, who had a goal in Boston go in off a member of the opposition, I think had that happen again, and it's 3-2 Lightning.
0: Pilat also went on to score the game's final goal, an empty netter for his ninth of the season. He now has five goals in the last five games, ending this one with his second three-point night of the season and his second multi-goal game of the season. His head coach, John Cooper, as well as teammate Victor Hedman both talked about what's been making Pilat such a key contributor over this stretch.
2: When everybody wants to play with you, you know you're doing something right. He's a blind driver. He's the guy that does. He does all that gritty work, and he, then he's got the skill to distribute pucks to you know, players that put him in the net. But as you saw from the other night in Montreal, he can do that as well. So he's as well-rounded player as you probably will find. Oh, well,
3: yes yeah, all-around player, blocking shots, always in the right spot. You know, works his tail off every game, and you know it's it's fun to watch Pally. You know, like I said, he's been a key contributor to our team for a very long time and doesn't show any signs of slowing down, I've rather the opposite, so uh, he's been a key player for us for many, many years and, you know, just keep doing what he does and, you know, finally, the last few games, has found the background network as well, so, uh, you know, it's just been... The way it's always been just working hard and getting rewarded.
0: So Palat's efforts made it a 3-2 game and one of the breaking storylines coming into this game was that the Lightning would be without Pilott's line mate Anthony Sorelli. and as a result John Cooper moved Taylor Radish the rookie up to the top line and he came through later in the second period with his third goal of the season and what ended up being the first game winning goal of his NHL career.
1: Morgan Riley got it away from Stamkos around to the far side of Brody Brody is checked by Puck stolen. Stamkos right circle Stamkos for Radish, score! Radish, what a shot! Snapped it over Campbell's glove. It's 4-2 Lightning. With 10:49 left in the second.
0: After the game, John Cooper talked about what went into the decision to put Radish on that top line and how it paid off.
2: You know, putting Taylor on that line in Game One probably wouldn't have worked. You put him there in Game 25 after he's got you know his feet wet in the league a little bit. Taylor has played on some big stages. He had success, you know, gradual success in the minors, and then he was 20-plus goal scorer. Like, you got to learn a little bit, and then when you come to this league, there's a lot of learning to that as well. But I think he's earned it. And, you know, the way he started is, you know, we weren't PKing him much, and now we throw him in the PK. Like, you give these kids just little bits at a time, then they get acclimated, they get a little bit more confident, and I think at this point now, Obviously, injuries have played a, a big part, but there's no reason Raddy shouldn't be a top nine forward in this league. And you know, I don't want to sit here and say, "Oh, you got to be a top line player." No, like most teams, you, know, you get top nine ice, you're, you're playing quite a bit. You're playing with some good players, but Raddy is a good player. He's just got to get used to this league. And you know, last night, I don't know if that's going to happen every single night, but. He earned that spot and, and he's had that ability in his career growing up to play with big players and did a good
0: job after the game radish echoed what his head coach had to say and talked about how comfortable he is now compared to the first month of the season and what he's learned over that time
4: yeah just be able to create more space and kind of hold on to the puck i find the start started the year there is kind of just chipping it in and not really making too many plays but as you get more comfortable and you just know your your surroundings and your areas where you'll have time and be able to do things. And it's just kind of a something you, you kind of gain as the more games you play.
0: It took Radish 22 games
4: in the NHL to score his
0: first career goal in Boston, but he's now scored in three of the last four games. He talked about how memorable this road trip has been and what it's been like to finally get rewarded for his hard work.
4: Yeah, whenever you're kind of in a little bit of a drought, it's nice to finally crack that egg kind of thing and just to kind of get some momentum going. And yeah, tonight just... Can put him with uh, Stammer and Pally. Just I have an easy line to jump into. They're they're always creating things, and, and you just got to get open, and work hard for them, get them the puck. And I feel like they did a good job of that tonight, and uh, we got rewarded.
0: Again, it was the first game-winning goal of Radish's career, and that's because Toronto did go on to score again. Andre Kasha scored at 9:36 of the third period to make it 4-3, but Andre Palat added the aforementioned empty-netter goal to make the final score five to three, scoring at the 1931 mark of the third period.
1: Kerfoot centers it again, McDonough steal. Up the near side, Stamkos. Out to center ice, Kalorn toward the red line. Kalorn bursts across the blue line, right circle. Kalorn for Stamkos, right circle. Passes in front, score! stamp Stamkos could have finished that, but he gave it to Pallad, who tops it into the open net. And the Lightning get the empty net or something they were unable to do the last time they were in here. And they lead 5-3.
0: It was another night where the stat sheet wasn't really pretty for the Lightning. They lost two-thirds of the faceoffs and were outshot 38-27 to by Toronto. But as head coach John Cooper talked about after the game, they've continued to find ways to win over one of their toughest stretches of the season.
5: I never apologize for winning. And uh, you can sit here and say we you know, stole a couple. And I would agree with you. The, there was probably some games on this road trip. The other team maybe deserved some more points out of it than they got. We're not apologizing for it. Our our goal here is to make the playoffs, and we just got to take advantage of these times and opportunities to win hockey games. And we're winning them different ways. Whether it's one night's goaltending or one night we're scoring, or we're, for the most part we've been defending pretty well. And we're getting a you know, little opportunists maybe on some special teams. You know, tonight was they had the two power play goals, but you know we haven't been used to scoring ourselves out of wins lately. But it was nice tonight to get some goals it's just they're finding a way and they're just doing it all kind of different ways and you know it's a tough league to win in, especially this stretch we're in here where we're you know I basically consider it an eight game road trip because we did go to Tampa for one but we left right away, so eight different cities in our last, you know, going to be eight games here when we play Ottawa on Saturday. And for these guys to get the points they are, it's, uh, it's a good sign for us.
0: So improving to 17-5-4 and four with 38 points on the season, the Lightning ended the night in a three-way tie for first place in the Atlantic Division with both Toronto and Florida. Perhaps more importantly for the Lightning head coach, though, it was John Cooper's 400th career win in the NHL, making him the 39th head coach all-time to reach that milestone. And he did it quicker than any coach in NHL history, needing just 659 games to break the previous mark by four games. After the game, Cooper took us through his emotions in finding out that news.
5: Yeah, that was uh, honestly, I found that out on the bench today at the end of the game when Perry and Maroon were kind of ribbing me. And I was uh, so I haven't had a ton of time to digest that, other than the fact that obviously really proud to have done it with one team. But you don't do that without an owner you know, a couple. We've had two general managers that are committed to all having the same goal, all being on the same page. We were kind of, you know, all bonded together. You know, I have to thank, you know, Jeff, Steve, and Julian, and fabulous assistant coaches that make somebody like me look good in a situation like this. And then a whole bunch of hell of a hockey players, because in the end, they're they're the guys that get you the wins. And so, uh, a lot of people to thank for that. um Hopefully, it's. We're not stopping here, but pretty humbling moment, to be honest, and uh, but pretty cool.
0: And then Steven Stamkos, the captain of the team for most of John Cooper's career, talked about how special of an achievement it is.
6: It's pretty pretty amazing to, to have that accomplishment. I mean, he's come into the league and he's picked up where he's left off from every other coaching job he's had, and and that's success. It, it follows him and it follows the teams that, that he coaches. And it's, it's been, I think if you'd ask him, a pretty amazing ride so far in the NHL capped off by the last two years. So obviously been been fun to be a part of, of all those. And, you know, I think he's got a lot more wins to, to come, but uh, I know he can definitely cherish that. That's pretty, pretty amazing to be the, the quickest. So congrats to him.
0: Congrats indeed to John Cooper as the Lightning have continued their winning ways in spite of the rash of injuries they've had to deal with. That includes the long-term one to Nikita Kucherov and Braden Point as well as Eric Chernak, and most recently, Anthony Sorelli Following Thursday night's game, Stephen Stamkos and Victor Hedman both talked about how the team's recent success over the past few years dealing with long-term injuries has set them up well to deal with this stretch. It's definitely
6: not easy, especially when you're, you're losing the quality of players that, that aren't in the lineup for our group, but this group has never used that as an excuse. Guys stepped up, starts with our goalie, Vassie played great again, but that's a really good team over there. I know they're missing a, a couple key guys too, but... They were playing playing some good hockey. We weathered the storm and played a pretty good third, I thought. So another great win win on the road. It's been a tough stretch, but this has been a big test for our group with the guys out, and and we've responded. Well, it's unfortunately, we've had some practice at it the past couple years, missing some really good players. But it just goes to show the depth that that we do have. A lot of people kind of question that after we lost some players. But I think if you look at the guys that have stepped up into this lineup from the veteran guys like Belly and, and Pears, and then you got Kachuk and Raddy and, you know, Colton and all the all the guys that have really stepped up. It's it's fun when you can have that depth and still go out there and win. Obviously, it helps when you have the best goalie in the world, and that's kind of where it starts. It gives us a chance to, to win and maybe win some games that we're, we're not supposed to, but we're happy he's on our side and, and we'll take it. It's been a, a tough stretch. We knew this was going to be a test for us coming on the road. For this many games in a row, but we get one more, and it's it's an amazing trip.
3: Oh, that's what I think our team has done in the past is that we guys are stepping up, and you know we're getting great contribution for you know all the guys on the ice, and obviously unbelievable goaltending. So uh, you know we're not going to let that put us down missing those guys, but it gives opportunities other guys get more ice time and play in more situations. So uh, that's kind of been our the way that I think really speaks to this team is that you know we, we step up when when guys are missing and. It's no different this year and it's a lot about uh, you know the chemistry and, uh, and the group that we have.
0: Head coach John Cooper also added that even in spite of how drastic the injuries have been, he's not surprised at how well his team has handled this stretch.
2: I don't want to say I'm surprised. You sit here and say you're surprised and it doesn't mean you have any faith in your team. I, I don't think that way. You go into games, like regardless of the year, you're still using 25 to 30 players. You know, some years, you know, Cooch and Point and those guys have played all all the games and some years they haven't like Steve stamkos has missed multiple months of some seasons and that's where it's your whole foundation your culture as a team and the depth like the guys that you know our scouts and management have brought in and then you just try and get everybody on the same page is it ideal to have guys hurt no it is not uh but i would never say i'm like surprised that we're still winning games we've you know like you look at our team and we've got a we like our decor, our goaltending, and everybody just kind of plays we play the same way and we're pretty much always on the same page. And I think the other big thing is, like, over the last couple of years, the team has really, they've found ways to win games. And I, I think that's a big part of our success. We're not the team that's going out there and outshooting a team by 20 and having our whatever analytics would sit here and say is that, well, we're just rolling over teams. That's not what we're doing. We're just... We're managing games and we're defending and we're scoring enough. But the key is if you're defending, you're giving yourself a chance to win. And that's what I'm really, really proud of the guys. Regardless who's in the lineup, that's what they're trying to do, and they're doing a good job of
0: that. It certainly has been a next man up mentality all season for the Lightning, and that's opened up the door for some of the younger players to prove themselves on a more consistent basis. In the case of Taylor Radish, John Cooper talked about the challenges that come with elevating a young player to one of his top lines. I think at times
5: it's, it's difficult playing with guys like Stamkos or Point or whatever, and not because they're good hockey players it's just, it's the, the name It's like, oh, well, Stamkos could be my center So you worry about that with young guys And I, I think if Taylor Radish is put there in game one It's a different result than, you know Him sitting here in game 20, whatever it is And he's taken baby steps in this league And come along, but he's a perfect example Of a guy that grew in the American League uh, He's got a knack for the net um, To be honest, a little surprised It took him 16 games or 17 games to score but now it's one's coming every couple games and so his confidence in this league has grown uh like I said and you have to have confidence to play with guys that have been stars in this league and he fit it was like a glove tonight he was it was the three of them were we're outstanding, and uh, and so hopefully, this is you know a sign of things to come.
0: And aside from the on ice aspect, Taylor Radish also talked about the confidence boost that comes with that added responsibility.
4: A huge confidence boost just uh, being put in situations with those guys, whether it was playing with Sam and Pally or with the two of them and Hedy and killing the power play. You're just in a role to kind of get more chances and uh, play a little more, and yeah, I feel like uh. It was a lot of fun for me and really enjoyed the night. Radish's teammates, Hedman
0: and Stamkos, also talked about how they've seen his confidence blossom over the course of this five-game road trip.
3: I think that big goal in Boston obviously helped his confidence even more. You know, that kid line has been it's been very good, but haven't found the back of the net as much as probably they wanted to, but you know, as some light, you know, getting that goal and then Bo getting a goal in Philly, you know, it obviously helps with confidence and they made some great plays. You know, playing with Stammer and Pally is um, is a, is, a, is a tough task. You know, they've got to be matched up against other teams. You know shut down lines and to be able to contribute uh, to pretty much all four goals. We scored five goals actually, sorry. But you know, Sam had four points, you know, Raddy had a couple of points and a big goal for us there in the second period. So, uh, you know, that's what he's been known for is his goal scoring and, uh, you know, showing us a way to spin. It's been awesome.
6: I think ever since he, he scored that goal, his confidence is, is flowing. And that's huge, whether it's your 14th year, 15th year, or first year confidence as as a player is huge and he's playing with that right now. I thought he made some great plays obviously a great shot on on his goal but he just he looks confident now and um, what I really liked about him was just his poise with the puck Um, you know playing with, with Pally and I we kind of told him before the game Let's you know make some plays when when they're there and and let's win some battles. Let's go to the net. I thought he did a great job tonight. So it was it was fun. He made some some really nice plays out there. For so this afternoon, the Lightning look to make it a perfect road trip
0: as they take on the Ottawa Senators at Canadian Tire Centre with puck drop happening at one o'clock p.m. With Dave Michigan on the call and the pregame report with Greg Linnelli beginning at twelve thirty right here on Lightning Radio. You can also tune in on TBLPowerPlay.com or by following along on social media at Bolts Radio. This has been another Bolts Radio Press Pass. I'm Stephen Cusimano.